0: Hi, and welcome to the Domestic CEO Podcast. I'm Amanda Thomas. Last week, I talked about how to create a wedding registry. Planning a wedding is stressful. And for some couples, the stress levels can hit a breaking point when you're in the middle of a store holding one of those registry scanner guns. And if you read that episode or listened last week, you know that was me. So to help you plan for your upcoming wedding, I thought it would be helpful to provide a list of the top items to include on a wedding registry. If you want a more thorough checklist, Real Simple has one of the best ones I've seen, and there's a link um, to that checklist on the online version of this episode. But if you're confident in coming up with your own list, these suggestions should help you get started and keep you on track. First, I do want to thank today's sponsor, Audible.com, for supporting the domestic CEO. Audible.com is the internet's leading provider of audiobooks with more than 180,000 downloadable titles across all types of literature, including fiction, nonfiction, and periodicals. For our audience members, Audible is offering a free audiobook to give you the chance to try out their service. Just go to audiblepodcast.com CEO. Now, back to those items. The first thing to add to your registry is quality bath towels. You know the towels that you used in college and in your first apartment? Those are great items to move to your guest bathroom and keep on hand for when company visits. But when you get married, a couple sets of new plush towels will help you feel like you're living in a five-star hotel. But that doesn't mean they need to cost an arm and a leg. You can find some great long-lasting towels at places like Target or upgrade to options from a high-end department store. I would recommend getting four bath towels, two for each of you, two hand towels for each of your towel bars, and two to four washcloths if you use them. If you have two complete sets of towels, you'll always have a clean set ready to put in place when the dirty towels are in the wash. The next thing to add is luxury bed sheets. Trust me when I tell you that once you're married for a few years, luxury bedding is something that will likely move down your priority list. So get it at the beginning of your marriage. Later in life, when jobs change or kids come into the picture, it can be difficult to justify spending $100 or more on a set of sheets. The good thing about quality sheets is that they last a long time. So if you put a couple good sets on your registry, you'll be able to enjoy luxury bedding for years to come. If you aren't sure what to look for in a set of sheets, check out my episode, How to Buy Sheets. It's pretty easy to remember, right? Item number three. Are matching dishes and real glasses. Now, when you're in college, it's perfectly acceptable to have plastic plates and cups as your tableware. Getting married is a grown up decision, though, so it's time you make sure to have some grown up dining pieces, too. I'm not a big proponent of registering for fine china. I'd opt instead for good, solid plate and bowl sets. I recommend going for neutral colors or patterns so they can last through the changes of your decor. And personally, I'm a fan of plain white because they go with any decor or table setting, and they showcase food beautifully. Now, in terms of drinkware, I also like to go with clear, basic glasses, which can be dressed up or down to fit your table settings, and will be functional for many years to come. Now, don't get me wrong, we do still have a few plastic cups from our college and early adult days in the house, which we use as everyday drinking cups. But for dinners, we usually use glasses, which give you a sense of going out, even if you're dining in. The next item is solid silverware. You know those plastic-handled forks and spoons you've been lugging around since your first apartment? They won't look quite right next to your new plates and glasses, so you should probably add a set of silverware to your registry as well. When deciding, consider both appearance as well as functionality of the sets. Look for stainless steel, which will prevent spots and rust from appearing on the silverware. And make sure both you and your soon-to-be spouse weigh in on this item. You may be surprised to find that your fiancé has issues with spoons that are too deep or forks that are too big. You're going to be using these pieces a lot over the years, so make sure they make both you and your other half happy. Once you have the design picked out, figure out how many sets you need. I'd recommend getting at least eight of each of the dining pieces, which are the forks, spoons, and knives, so you can host a six- to eight-person dinner party. I'd also recommend holding onto those older pieces, but only if you take bagged lunches to work. That way, if one of those pieces doesn't make it home from work, you aren't out a piece of your good silverware for your next dinner party. Speaking from experience here. Next on the list are some good knives. If you aren't planning on cooking most nights of the week, you can probably get by with a couple standard knives for your everyday needs. At minimum, every kitchen should have a chef knife, a small paring knife, and a serrated knife to get through small cooking and eating tasks like cutting an apple. Now, if you're a home chef and love to cook, you may want to consider putting a knife block set on your registry. When picking out the knives you want, it's always helpful to hop online and read the reviews for your top picks. This will help you learn the pros and cons of each set and help you make a more educated decision for which ones to put on your registry. Next is pots and pans, if you plan to cook. If you don't intend to cook much, the pots and pans you currently own are likely good enough to get you through the first few years of married life. If you do plan to cook lots of homemade meals, your registry is an ideal place to request your perfect set of pans. I prefer to have a nonstick set of pans for most of my daily cooking, but also have a stainless steel skillet and a cast iron Dutch oven to use when recipes call for them. Cookware sets can be pricey, so if you don't think you'll have a wedding guest willing to spend that amount on your gift, it may help to put each individual pot on your registry separately to break up the cost for your guests. Next for your list are baking pans. Even if you have zero interest in baking, there are a few basic pans you should have in your kitchen. A large baking sheet, a 9x13 cake pan, a round cake pan, a pizza pan and a glass baking dish. While these are definitely handy to have in case you want to bake a box of brownies or a birthday cake, they can be used for many other things, from heating up store-bought cinnamon rolls and carrying food to and from a grill to freezing berries and other fruit. You don't have to have a big stash of baking pans, but having these few on hand will prove useful for years to come. Next one is one of my favorites, a vacuum. If you haven't yet purchased a real vacuum or you're using a hand-me-down that seems to be at the end of its life, a vacuum can be a very practical gift to add to your registry. Even if you live in a small apartment, having a real vacuum that plugs into the wall-in other words, it doesn't run off of batteries like a dustbuster-is important to keeping dirt at bay. If you'll be living in a larger house or plan to have lots of indoor pets or kids, you may want to opt for a more powerful vacuum. One of my personal favorites is the Shark Navigator. For around $200, it does a great job on all types of flooring, so you don't need to spend an arm and a leg on a vacuum. Next is something pretty. Most of the items that end up on registries are practical, day-to-day items. This is great because these items will help you function together in your new life together, but it's also important to have a couple things on the list that will bring a smile to your face when you see them married life isn't always easy, so sometimes it helps to have something pretty or cute to help get you through a bad day. Maybe you want to get a set of two fancy wine glasses that you can use on a weekly basis, or perhaps a pretty serving bowl that you can make salads in. While you're making your list, each of you should pick out at least one item that's functional but also makes you smile. And finally, add something fun to your wedding registry. Like I mentioned before, there are ups and downs in every marriage, and at times that can lead to feeling disconnected to your spouse. In those times, it's good to have a few fun things in your home to help you reconnect. Consider asking for a few board games that two people can play, items that support your hobbies, or things that'll help keep you occupied when you're snowed in. So, those are my top wedding registry ideas. If you have other items for that must have list, share them with me on my Facebook page or on Pinterest. I'd love to see what you think is essential for new couples to have in their home. Thanks again to Audible.com for supporting today's episode. As summer is approaching, we are getting into road trip season, and Audible.com has a great offer that you can take advantage of to try out their service and keep you occupied while you're on the road. You can get a free audiobook by going to audiblepodcast.com CEO and trying out their service. Now, if you're traveling with the family, you might want to get an audiobook like The Hobbit or something long that's a great book to keep you all engaged for your trip. The Hobbit's a classic. It's a great book. And did I mention it's 11 hours long, so that can get you to and from most destinations. If you want to try out Audible.com for yourself, hop on over to AudiblePodcast.com slash CEO. That's AudiblePodcast.com Until next time, I'm the domestic CEO helping you love your home.